to episode two of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. On this episode, we will be talking about traveling and fitting in spaces. Uh, and I am Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And welcome. Super excited you hopefully came back, or if this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, we did a whole intro about us last episode. You can go back and find out all about why we're doing this. But let's get right into it, I think. So we, we're going to talk a little bit about life updates first. So what's new? What's the haps? What's the haps with me is it is my birthday on Saturday. That's March 11th, in case anybody wants to send gifts. I'm just joking. <laughs> you don't have to send me gifts. I'm 100% kidding about that part. But it is indeed my birthday, and my birthday is significant in that that's really one of the things that propelled me to start this and this particular weight loss journey is to lose the 40 pounds before 40. As I mentioned on the last episode, I did reach that 40 goal, but I had not weighed in for a couple of weeks because I got a little freaked out by feeling like I hadn't done that. Well, turns out I had. So I'm now down a total of 53 pounds since the beginning of January. So that's I'm crazy. 53 pounds, two months. That's awesome. And before your goal too. That's so yeah. exciting. So in, you know, in business terms, not only did I hit my goal, I hit my stretch goal because we want to, because we like to live our life through by business, through business terms. Yes, we are super business savvy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Per- well prepared and business savvy. That's us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, so you're down 53 pounds now. Yeah. So how do you feel? I feel really great. Yeah, I feel, I feel excellent. Yeah. Feel, feel a lot more motivated to move, a lot more motivated to go do things. Yes. And I mean, even little things like I left my car uptown a couple of weeks ago and I had to walk and get it. And that used, you know, a few months ago, that was a big task. And I live uptown, so that shouldn't be a big task to go get my car parked uptown. And I used to have to take breaks because my back would hurt so badly that I have to stop and lean against a building or do a little stretch and carry on. I had like a route where I'd sit on the steps of St. Malachy's High School and then continue on. But there was no stopping, thank goodness, because it was freezing that day. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm super excited for it. And before your birthday, so your birthday is Saturday. What's the what's the big plans for your birthday? Or got any fun goals you've set to get to the those next couple days we got left? Uh I don't have any particular goals. I've been thinking a lot about what my next set of goals were is going to be. And I've been thinking that it is not going to be a weight related goal, although that will be a huge part of it. Um, I've been thinking about this summer and what sort of things I'm going to do and where I'm going to go. And one of the things I'd like to do more of is hiking. And so I'm going to set some hiking miles or kilometers related goals as the case may be nice yeah like going through rockford park or going even up to woodstock there's some nice little walking trails up in Woodstock. absolutely and uh around there's tons around here tons around new brunswick tons of throughout atlantic canada who knows where i'll end up because i I do love a good road trip yeah you should sign up for like those like crazy ones where you can like there's like an app that you have that it tracks your milestones and you get little like medals in the mail. Oh, that would be fun. Build yes, I have seen that. And I've like clicked on the link a couple times going, should I? Well, I haven't actually gone anywhere yet, so 
maybe but maybe that's what I'll do and like I think one of them that I was looking at is uh the uh is Cape Breton like the national park there and then you get these this cool Cape Breton metal is he that'd be cool yeah that'd be really cool nice yeah so I have also weighed in for my first time oh how did it go uh I am down actually a pound I thought I would gain all of my weight back but I actually am now at 309 I'm Super excited about that. Getting closer and closer to that one. It's only a pound, but a pound is worth a lot, especially when I was traveling and eating not so healthy and doing all the things that I was not supposed to do <laughs> and not working out. So that was definitely... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you were rewarded for bad behavior. No, just oh, joking. Clearly I was. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I walked a ton, especially when I was in New York. I walked a ton. So that definitely helped for sure. Right. You know, being around and a little bit, little bit of stress from work, that kind of loses weight too. <laughs> yeah. No, that's excellent. Congratulations. And so that means you're still, so what are you down total now? Uh, I am down to 309 now. So yeah. I'm down t- 10, no, not 10. I can't do math. Uh, I'm down eight. Eight pounds. That's excellent. Yeah can't complain i was going to be like 10 that's a fifth of the way there but i can't do that kind of math <laughs> it's not a round number like 10 no no not at all but no traveling was fun super fun speaking of traveling i think that's the other thing we're going to talk about and isaiah's uh intro he mentioned fitting into spaces and yes you heard that correctly not fitting in generally we're quite lovely people we fit in wherever we go it's sometimes more about fitting physically into a space like an airplane seat for instance yes so airplanes are depending on where you're so i i got a chance to fly three different classes on my trip this time around super excited i flew economy which everyone flies and everyone knows in general economy is super uncomfortable like it is you're cramped and you're squished and as a person with big broad shoulders I am that person that everyone looks at and goes, oh, no, they're going to sit next to me, aren't they? I feel that. And, and it's not my shoulders that are broad. It's my butt. <laughs> and that is I, I have such anxiety about getting on airplanes that I haven't traveled as much as like I probably would like to. I also can't afford to travel a whole bunch. But the times I have traveled and it's been, you know, half a dozen times or more in my life, I have always had this anxiety about physically getting on the plane, the whole thing. And I, I, it became very much founded I, uh, anxiety on one particular trip. Um, so as a woman generally, and as a heavy woman, you get used to trying to make yourself as small as possible. And I'm contorting myself here because that's something that we just do. And... So when I get to an airplane, I pray and beg and plead to be the first one in my row to sit down because I do not want to have to get up past anyone. I don't want to have to walk by anyone. It's really uncomfortable for them and me. So the other thing is I sit down in the seat and I bring the armrest up so that I can fit and then I put it back down. So it's most of the way down. The person who sits next to me, there's no way that they'd know that it was wedged up a little bit so I could fit in the seat. Then I have to do the ever-embarrassing thing in asking for a seatbelt extender. 
oh, there's no pleasant way to ask that question. And the flight attendants are always lovely and they handle it and it's fine. And I mean, it's better safe than sore. It's better than not having one. But it is so agonizing and I get sick about it when I have to do it, but I have to do it. So that's life. But this one time, sorry, Isaiah, I'm off on a tangent. We're going, we're going in story mode tonight. (laughs) This one time I was flying, I believe from Toronto to, no, I was flying in the U.S. uh, from Miami back to St. John. And I sat and I did my shimmy, got there first, did my little armrest trick and saw a man coming. And sure enough, he gave me the look like, oh, I have to sit next to you. And I am a person that is very aware that it's not it's not pleasant to be there for anyone. Like, I get it. And so I try to compensate by that for that by being just generally nice. So I was like, oh, hello. He looked at me, looked me up and down, scoffed, and then took the armrest, brought it up, and then slammed it on my leg to the point of bruising. Like, it, it was awful. And I remember sitting that entire flight with tears in my eyes just wanting to be anywhere but there <laughs> but that sounds terrible i haven't had any experiences like that i'm just the big guy with the big shoulders and i i feel like i'm intimidating to some people so they just don't want to mess with me but fair it's definitely uh definitely an experience i the economy's the worst uh my worst one was when i flew to hong kong mm. 15 hours on a plane sitting in those cramped economy ones squished up and I don't I try not to like expand myself so I'm like and I like the window seat which is the worst so I'm like crunched up against the window I don't like I I don't know I prefer window because if I'm in the aisle I feel like I'm out in the aisle and then the way the stewardesses are running up and down and I'm hitting my shoulder every time they get past me and I'm like oh yeah, I'm the same. I prefer the window as well because then I can kind of angle up. It's really not comfortable in the long term, but for a long flight, but I can angle up so that my my posterior is kind of almost up on the side of the plane and the rest of me is uh, you know, on the seat. So I take up as little space affecting someone else as possible because that's kind of how I live is I yeah. try to minimize the amount of space that I take and I and I think about that all the time like I'm often concerned about the amount of space I take up in any given situation and I, it's a reason I don't like being in super big crowds I mean not to mention the whole living through a pandemic thing <laughs> but be even before that I crowded bars things like that I always am very concerned about how much space I take up in the world yeah yeah no and I, I felt that too like that's definitely something i feel all the time now i also got to fly business which is a lot more leg room which is nice um however there is still not the shoulder (laughs) width that is really needed Um, but it was nicer to have a lot more leg room in business class and then i got to fly first class which was awesome i got to sit in one of those seats where you're by yourself Mm. it was so good just to sit there and be relaxed they're nice and big and comfy seats and they bring you food and drinks and it's like hey i feel special (laughs) (laughs) well that sounds glorious i've never had that experience i generally am much more of a road trip person so i can ignore the plain uh mental agony (laughs) altogether (laughs) so when we talk about road trips so have you have you been on a train yet i know i have not 
Oh, I'm a huge proponent of train travel. Actually, when I moved from St. John, New Brunswick, St. John, New Brunswick to actually I moved from Woodstock, New Brunswick to Fort St. John, British Columbia, and I had my car, my little Toyota Yaris shipped by train to Edmonton. And I took the train via rail uh, from Moncton to Edmonton, and it was one of the very best trips of my entire life. I think train travel is just so much fun, and it becomes its own little train community. And it is just an amazing experience to see the the vast country that way. That would yeah, that would be sweet. Uh, my only experiences in train travel are like um, in Utah, they have one they call the Front Runner, and it basically goes from like I think. Salt Lake City area and all the way down to Provo area and then back and that's nice. It was it was super nice and it was actually they those are comfortable seats and oh yeah. I took the tra- when I was taking the train because it was such a long trip. I was on the train for three nights I believe, um, and so I got a berth like a so it's just a bed. It, you have your seat and then you roll out the berth and then there are these public areas of the train which are really cool, including one where you can get up and look out at the night sky. So I have a very vivid memory of leaving Toronto in the evening and like laying down on this like glassed in train car with these two uh, women I'd met who were here traveling from London, England and looking at the CN Tower in the distance and all the lights of the big city disappear into the night sky as we moved along because that got very poetic (laughs) whoa (laughs) that sounds awesome i yeah i wish we had a train system here like even just a nice one that would like run from like saint john to frankton to moncton like just through the three mains that would be so nice i mean we do have a train in new brunswick that goes i mean it comes from halifax to moncton and then up to campbellton that does not accomplish what you want and it would be a fantastic thing it's such a transportation is such a funny thing so to have train travel is such an amazing thing and even supporting flights and the infrastructure to have those things you need to have the people to support it and i don't know i no expert <laughs> yeah no definitely so i i've been on trains a few times cars obviously are the main form of transportation around here so i know myself there are certain cars that i fit in and certain cars i kind of fit in <laughs> So how, how do you feel find when you're like trying to find cars when you fit in? I know you have your own car, but how about other people's cars? So in addition to being a large person, oh, this is real inside baseball stuff now, but I'm also really long torsoed. You may not know it from this video, but it's because Isaiah and I are sitting on different heighted chairs. He's sitting on a bar stool and I'm sitting on an office chair. So I look like a normal sized human while sitting down. Because essentially, I'm built like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I have friends who call me K-Rex because I have short limbs and short, yeah, short limbs and a very long torso. So cars, if I'm getting into the back seat of a car, especially, I'm often sitting like this with my head tilted and butted right up against it. But that's fine. A car, as long as I can arrange a little bit of space, no big deal. I drive a Toyota Corolla myself for great fuel mileage and all of those things and standard and it's super fun to drive and it's a 2012 and it, you know, it's served me well, but there are times I actually, this is kind of funny. It's not funny. When I was at my heaviest before I lost this weight around Christmas time, the standard car that I have, the clutch is starting to go. So I have to push really hard down on the clutch to get it to start. So there was a time for a couple of months 
that every time I try to start my car, I'd end up beeping the horn with my stomach because <laughs> because of my short limbs, I couldn't have the seat any further back or else I wouldn't have reached the paddles, which is no good, or the steering wheel, which is no good. So there <laughs> were times where people look 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 up and because I was honking at them, but I was like, you know, I'm just trying to start my car <laughs> with my big fat belly. <laughs> just trying to, yeah. I find my problem with a lot of cars and more so modern, more modern cars, they have those like almost bucket seats, like they want to try and be racing cars. Yeah. And I find those very annoying, especially in like the back region. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't fit quite well into those. Um, and so I end up like having to put my arm out and like around the driver's seat when I'm, cause I don't actually drive myself. <laughs> I'm a per- perpetual uh, passenger over here. Driving with Daisy over here. <laughs> so I'm always like, have my arm out like this or like up against like the ar- headrest of the driver's seat because I just don't fit quite right to sit like this. Yeah. No, <laughs> I I get that too. And it, it was getting to a point that I was like, am I can't afford to get a new car. This is clearly not working for me. I was like, I've really got to do something. It was another factor that led to me making the decision to lose some weight. I just, any kind of space, any chair in general, like if I enter a new situation, I assess the room. I'm like, okay, what am I going to have to sit in? Um, White plastic chairs that are in abundance in the summer are the enemy of all that is good and holy. Truth. Oh. Especially if they sat out for a long time, you can see they have like that, sun bleach on them and they stick to you Uh, i i refuse to sit in one of those one will not support me two i don't want it to continue to stick to me when i stand up again that is unpleasant the chair shouldn't move with you no no it should not (laughs) and it does and nor do i want to sink into the ground and be like oh no i live here now i'm never leaving (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i don't like that either or the um, i'm a big hater of like the beach chair things that like are like way down on the ground first of all really hard to get up and then they're like all leaned back and uncomfortable and then there's like this i don't know fabric that i know i'm gonna rip and i hate it i have have you ever been in a situation where you've broken a chair oh yes (laughs) usually those dreaded plastic chairs I there there are like heavier duty plastic chairs at a at a pub I used to go to when I lived in I lived in Woodstock for about five years when I went to uh, NBCC and then I worked at the paper there um, and there was a pub and they left the chairs out undercover but over winters and then they set them out for the summer so one day we were out and I was sitting on the chairs and I was much lighter then than I am today and it was the chair was already broken like. In retrospect, but when you're a heavy person and you sit in a chair, then all of a sudden the legs fold and you're sinking to the ground. And I felt like I went in slow motion and you hit the ground and you're like, oh, no, that's not what I needed today. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt, again, the tears rush to my face and I'm like, no, all I wanted to do is keep sinking right into the ground and never come out. Yeah, no, I've only ever broken chairs around family members, which is. A lot more <laughs> helpful. I've never broken a chair in public, like public, public, but everything I do has some sort of public element. 
I just I I I think I attract some level of um, uh, calamity. Uh, <laughs> it was about a year ago. I went up to the HR person's office at work to have a meeting, and I sat in a chair there. And it was I I'm, I hate chairs with arms. Me too. Any chair with arms, I'm like, why why do you exist? I hate it. I know people like them because they're comfortable. They're not for me. And they just make me feel shame. Um, <laughs> so I sat in this chair. Again, this is a chair that was already broken and I did not know. And I collapsed to the ground. And I full cried. Like, I couldn't hold it back. And it was me and the HR person. And I just, I, I oh. waterworks yeah. all over the place. And she felt awful. And I was like, I'm so sad that I broke your chair. This is awful. And she was like, Caitlin, the chair was already broken. I should have had it out of my office. I was like, well, yeah, you should have. No. (laughs) Make me feel terrible with myself. Yeah, I also uh, am a big advocate with uh, chairs with no arms, uh, as my bar stool and my office chair both don't have arms. Um, Mainly because I I just, yeah, you don't fit into a chair if it's got arms. And that's always a pain. Yeah. No, it's a it's a funny thing because most people wouldn't think twice about these things. Oh, there's these trick chairs also in my office. There's one set that are in my boss's office at work and one set that are in the, the office next to her. And one is an inch lo- an inch wider than the other. It could be two inches. I don't know. I didn't actually measure. But one set I fit in and the other set I wedge in. And I mean, it's better now than it was two months ago. But... It's one of those things that when I first started, I was like, is it me or is it the chairs? Did these shrink? Did I grow three inches between here and there? (laughs) Why are you playing tricks on me? Because they look identical, but one is significantly wider than the other. And I'm like, why do you do this? Yeah, I've, yeah, chairs are a pain trying to fit in two places. Like you said, going, even going to a concert or anything like that is always, in being out in public, it's always trying to think of, well, can I go here? Can I not? Even, like, some doorways uptown. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to have to, like, shimmy into this doorway to get in. And that's me this way. I can only imagine if someone was, like, six foot, seven foot, and also big. Like, that would be, yeah, trying to fit in places. Just things that people don't really think about when... You know, yeah, the, <laughs> there are things that are generally unpleasant for everyone because the other big one is porta potties, oh and you probably God. don't experience this as much where you can stand up to, you know. Yes. Um, but for me, some bathroom stalls and then porta potties are the worst. Unpleasant, for, like I said, literally unpleasant for everyone who has to use them. But for me, it's like, am I going to physically fit in to this space? And is it arranged in such a way that I'm going to be able to do all the things appropriately? And so I will do anything but use those spaces, <laughs> but not pee outside. I can't pee outside. No? I don't know why. From like being in Woodstock for that long, you can't pee outside? Yeah, it, it, they have flushing toilets there, Isaiah. Lies. <laughs> it's like the backwoods it is not that backwoods all, all the woodstock people are gonna come for me now yeah yeah Woodstock. <laughs> yeah woodstock's coming for you oh no i have to drive through woodstock all the time oh yeah just drive by on the highway <laughs> yeah but i like stopping at murray's murray's have you ever had their turkey soup no 
<laughs> I had where it's a pretty healthy alternative to I'm sure what you would normally get. I, it. Yeah, I usually Ray, get like their fish and chips. Their turkey soup comes with a fresh homemade roll, but you can say no to that. Can't say no to that. But their turkey soup is so excellent, and we are no way affiliated with the Murray's Irving on the highway outside of Woodstock <laughs> on the Beardsley Road. <laughs> But if you're listening, <laughs> send me some turkey soup. <laughs> no, yeah. The, so that, like, like the, that's yeah. Traveling up that way, yeah. No, Murray's great. I think we've talked a lot about fitting in to places, but at least we fit in here. We I do, say. we do, and and socially, I fit in. We fit in a lot socially. Yeah, that's part of the outgoingness. I feel like that that also has a little bit to do with. Being a bigger person as well is you have to be a little bit more outgoing what? to make yourself fit in. It's the whole uh, fat and happy sort of thing. I, I don't I often think about whether my personality would be the same if I didn't battle weight. Yeah, that's it's always a, that's a interesting science. Someone someone has to have science on that somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be data. <laughs> yeah, there has to be. <laughs> But what else? So so we're talking about fitting in. What else have you been up to this week? What are you plan? What are your plans besides your birthday for the week? Um, going uh, having a birthday dinner with my dear friend Lauren for her birthday, not my birthday. Our birthdays are close. Happy birthday, Lauren! She's a lot older than me. She <laughs> turned forty first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just the regular run. I've got a couple of band rehearsals. Uh, host trivia on Wednesday night, Big Tie Brewing. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out second. It's like the Big Tide might as well sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what about you, Isaiah? Uh, this week, I don't really have a whole lot going on this week. You know, uh, I'm going to start a new gym routine this week, which will be nice. Um, but other than that, really, I don't got a lot going on this week. It's uh, going to be a little quiet week for me. Uh, quiet, uh, quiet weeks are good. I haven't had one in a very long time. <laughs> Listen, you are always just adding all things on and adding things on, and I'm glad you make time for our, our new podcast. Me too. To fit your schedules. So much fun, and thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten. Yes, we do appreciate it, and I think that is our time for today. So, as always, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me... At the Caitlin Dean on Twitter, uh, Caitlin Dean on Facebook, uh, at Fat Caitlin on TikTok. Uh, shout out to Morgan, by the way, who recognized me from Good TikTok, morning. and I thank you for watching and being so kind. As uh, she was working at Heartbreak Boutique on Saturday, and I felt very famous when she. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and to anybody who is annoyed by that kind of behavior from me, I'm sorry. <laughs> My head this much bigger <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at at maritime brews on all the social medias tiktok youtube all that fun stuff and then of course we have our youtube that you might be watching this on or all of almost all of the places that you can find podcasts at this point i think the only one outlier we have is google for some reason i can't get us there but we're on everything else you should google it um <laughs> and you can find us on facebook at uh kate and isaiah living large perfect but until next time we'll see you next week Goodbye. Bye.